we're missing. Mm-hmm. Put that up, Specs. Good day, everyone. We hype. We're back. Good morning. I know you're listening to the Friday morning. Good morning. Good but morning. happy birthday, Quest. Happy birthday, Quest. We love you. And we support you. Call the nigga slipping cause he fucking told I don't deal with niggas wearing funny clothes. Think before the act, brick hitting the plug, shipping the bird oven go. I got bars, don't forget that. Killers behind me, we're jet black. Let me correct that. I told niggas dead or alive if he flex back. I keep my mouth shut, but the weed lit. I was OT when the D's hit. Had everything on me, they ain't see shit. I was headed the main to make a me flip. Keep fronting, my nigga, you getting erased. He keep shooting and shooting like he on replay. We live on Facebook, Shoot a nigga, no be brave. Your body included, the homie, we pay. No mix. When I send my shooters, they won't miss. Man up with this a man down. Man up with this a man down. Got the water in the cup. I like Henny though. It's not Henny though. I like Henny though. Man up when it's a man down. <laughs> Salutations. I like Henny. <laughs> Yo, Mr. Black is so innovative. I, I just, I'm so impressed. Once again, happy birthday to our brother, Jay Quest. I know him as Jay Kwan. Because we, I've known him Yo, most of his Kwan? life. Huh? <laughs> Tell him another episode. Tell him another episode, Mr. Tell Carl another episode. Jobber Nation, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are listening to the Jabba Tears podcast. Welcome. We are actually episode 94. The road to 100. The road to 100 has begun. We are six episodes away from our 100th episode. It seems so surreal, but it is actually a, a real thing. Like, we've done this sh- shit almost 100 weeks. <laughs> shit is wild. Um, as always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. Um, once again, we are six episodes away from episode 100. You guys that are listening, whether it's on the live feed, on Facebook, Instagram, um, on YouTube, right on the comments. We and Henny don't mix. Well, Henny and me mix all the time. But right in, in the comments, I don't get DMs. in trouble. That's why I people do. in your DMs. <laughs> That's why you have people in your DMs. You want to start podcasting? We can start podcasting right now. Thank you. You and Henny will have you in Yo, guys in your DMs. That's not always the truth. Um, but as I was saying, um, nice in the hard. comments... Below, yes, it is very nice that you have a little stand. It's cute. Um, in the comments below, whether it's once again YouTube, Instagram, um, Facebook, on the live, write in the comments um, what you would like to see for the hundredth episode. We want to have as many, as much as an interactive episode as possible because once again, without you guys, the viewers, there would be no Jabatias podcast. So make sure once again, or you can um, in, you can DM the Jabatias podcast Instagram page or message any one of us. Um, for ideas and things that you want to see for the 100th episode. We have six weeks to plan it. Please make sure to join us for it. Um, I want to give a special shout-out to um, BCW for this past BCW. Um, weekend. Um, Queen of the North 2, where Vanity is your new... Yo, Vanity chocolate so BCW beautiful. BCW Women's mm-hmm. Champion. She has short hair. 
She got it from another <laughs> delicious queen. Oh, Shout out to delicious queen with her sweatpants paddle royal. That is Miss Faye Jackson once again with... Of course, our very own Janelle from the HR will be there commenting, you know, for all y'all ladies out there, you know, all y'all see y'all beef prints. I mean, ladies know, all and ladies, gentlemen. You know, oh, of course, of course, you know, you know, some of the gentlemen may, may like that, you know. Doesn't matter, you know. Come out and support. It's for a good cause. Absolutely, you know, we're gonna JTG's be... gonna be there. Chad Moss. I mean, you mean, you mean Chad Gaspar. Did you just Sorry. call him? You feel me? Bow Wow. I know, no, no, no. It goes together. Just Ugh. call him Bow Wow. You feel me? You feel I'm me? Dead. Um, but as Mr. Black mentioned, um, Miss Faye Jackson is hosting her first ever Gray Sweatpants Battle Royale down in Tampa, Florida, WrestleMania weekend. The night, actually, the night before WrestleMania, um, where myself, I will be a part of the commentary team um, and once again um, stay tuned for more information tickets are on sale right now on eventbrite.com where you can once again um, join in the fun proceeds of the event will go to Planned Parenthood so it is for a good cause so once again that is during Wrestlemania weekend um, but in our own backyard uh, we have some viewing parties and other events going on so we start off with once again our NXT um, takeover Portland viewing party um February the 16th at Legends, where we will be not only showing um, NXT, but we will be showing the All-Star game as well. So come out and support. And then we have um, our AW Evolution viewing party at the end of the month on February 29th. Um, So stay tuned for more information on that. March the 22nd, belts in... What is it called? Wrestling Jackets and Belts, March 22nd is going down at Todd's Lounge. Day party, brunch. We out here. We in these streets. is already preparing himself. But Henny... Henny goes with everything. Don't mix. <laughs> um, so one Ooh, pee, baby. <laughs> so one of the ideas that people have for the job of moments is the top 10 job of tears of moments. Well, let me talk to me. You know, some of the <laughs> things that they have is the top 10 job of tears moments. Okay, I like Two that one. said that. I like um, that. Deborah Oxell says, a live event episode with Darius Carter talking about MJF stealing his style. Oh, we, well, like should that. we invite Sir Darius Carter um, to the show? Let's see. If, okay, that's not a bad idea. Um, once again, um, so we have the um, brunch and day party coming up March um, and then once again, we have our WrestleMania weekend. The boys will be here um, in New York um, for NXT TakeOver and for WrestleMania where I will be down in Tampa, Florida. Um, so whether you're in New York or in Tampa, make sure to support the Jabba Tears podcast wherever you see us. Um, and then once again, after WrestleMania week is finished, Women Crush Wednesdays will be um, in Brooklyn, New York, Battle Club Pros, uh, Women Crush Wednesday 2. Wednesday, April the 8th in Brooklyn, New York. Tickets, um, if they're not already on sale, they will be on sale soon. And then, last but not least, once again, Jobber Slam. It is a real thing. It is happening July 4th um, here in Brooklyn, New York. Um, make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. Jobber Slam. Um, where, once again, the main event will be Big Swole versus Big Tasha. Big Swole, Tasha Steel. <laughs> and then also um, announced Sir Wilkins is representing the Jabba Tears podcast against Simon. Jabba Tears. Um, what from culture? culture. Um, so make sure. The Battle of the Baldies. The Battle of the Baldies. Wow. Someone said that they wanted, Mr. Bird said he wants to see a Jabba Tears, his podcast, and UWO collaboration. We could do that. Well, you got to come down, Carl. I'm not going to. I think you, you live in Maine or something. I ain't going up there. It's too cold. Um, what Someone else? Said, 
of Jabba Tears, Cats and Dolls, and Yer, and um, Super Show. Also, we should do a I network super show. As much as I once again, please support our other shows on our network, Cats and Dogs, Year Sports. Um, and once again, Toxic Talk will be coming back um, next month. Well, this month. Um, I definitely do think the 100th episode should be us. I'm not on the selfish uh, tip. So but this dude, Ralph Renz, he says, Sweet Cheeks, music match all women in leggings showing their cheeks talking wrestling. Wow. Is that a show he wants to propose? <laughs> He's he just, yo, you know what? Robert is a horny nigga, man. <laughs> I said, like, yo, like, there's no FM, but nigga horny, man. I mean, listen, we got to, you know, it is what it is. My son, um, my son KJ. We'll be at Java Slam. Yo, she got his music, man. He's nice, man. Who is that? My oh. son KJ. Oh, nice. Thank you for coming. Uh, we have a few people actually coming into town. Um, for Jabba <laughs> Sam too. So once again, stay tuned for more information on that. What, what is so no. giggling? <laughs> Everybody's laughing at Ralph Reigns comic. <laughs> He's walling. Because <laughs> he is walling. Um, what else is going on before we jump into um our little bit of segment for Black? Oh, History we were Month? supposed to have DNA here. Oh, um, yes. he, he couldn't make it. He had an emergency, but um, we will be back for another episode. Sorry about that, guys. Yes. Sorry to disappoint y'all, but. You have us. Yep, the show must go on. Once again, uh, we do thank DNA for uh, you know trying to come to our show. We do appreciate that. So we DNA. Will, so we will reschedule that for um, in the near future to have him come on. And I think it'll be a really cool and dope episode to have him um, come on. So we will reschedule with him. So stay tuned for that. But once again, we are on the road to a hundred episodes. I'm excited. I didn't even think about it until Sir Wilkins said, "Yo." How many episodes we got left until 100? And I was like, I don't know. I don't like I said, we need stop counting big, like, after a while. Like, like but we need to have somebody. We need if, to like, do if you something bring somebody, huge. somebody who come in person and do something. I definitely think the top 10 moments is definitely something I would highly do. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's mad moments. Mad at them. <laughs> My personal favorite morning, the moment I was just like, <laughs> to encourage a woman. You play that China theme song. Oh man, like I got something for y'all for Valentine's Day. Oh man, so I got a playlist. Day, I got a everyone, playlist for y'all. Everyone celebrating Yo, Valentine's this girl. Day. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about this. What Stephanie Bish. Who is that? She runs a she runs Wrestling in Color podcast. Oh, oh yeah, mad aggressive. Yo, yeah, she's yeah, mad aggressive. Mad aggressive. Yes. <laughs> I love it though. I love the intensity. Mad <laughs> aggressive, son. I love the, but she but, but she put up a great post. The other day, it was Naomi standing on top of the um, the announcer table. table, and there was this black girl watching, and and somebody points it down to it. Yeah, yeah, representation yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma- matters, but um, yo, Steph, relax, man. Maybe Matt we're gonna ain't. have sis. We might have to get you a call in because yes, I really do. Yes, think, yes, like um, like we have to get her. I definitely think one of the goals this year too is to collaborate with a lot more other podcasts that's outside of New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, call in. Yeah, you know, you know, I get my client. Oh, yeah, we already had my client, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to my son, yeah, yeah, my client. Right now, you know, he's training in the mountains of Russia, Mother Russia, to train for his next battle training. for Battle Club July 4th, because he will be in that battle royale <laughs> for the chance. At the five tool player, Anthony Bowen. Five, he may be the five tool, but he ain't Yaya strong. There you go. You don't like he need all of this <laughs> to make one. Yaya just need himself. That's it. Because my one. client is the one to conquer that mountain. My client is the future. Matter of fact, he ain't the future. He's the now of Battle Club. There you go. So you hear it from the black Paul Heyman to my left. <laughs> 
I love the intensity though. But once again, shout outs to Jabatia South. As always, we love you guys. I can't wait to see some of you guys in Tampa too. Booked for shows. And I think it's important. Once again, support independent wrestling is super important. Um, also to anyone that is in the DMV or especially the Baltimore area, uh, myself and Danielle from Pretty Hills will be at RH's show um this Sunday. It's a free show um in Baltimore, um, free enterprise. Uh, where you have the likes of like Nick Aldis is I think on the card. Um, you have um, Jeff Cobb, Dan Moff, um, and the and the list goes on and on. So once again, if you are in the Baltimore area, um, we will be in the building. So make sure if you see one of us, come say what's up. Um, and then anything else before I jump into Quick this? Question: Who is Anthony Yo, Gamble? NYC. Who? Anthony Gamble. Because <laughs> he out here, you know, offering. You know, I should like he said. He has to make some manager. The stable is growing. The dream is coming. <laughs> thank you, Miss. <laughs> tell him I said thank you for watching. Who is that? I know who it is. Okay, you're not gonna tell me. No, I'm gonna let you figure it out. Okay. All I'm gonna say is this: the stable's coming. Um, you know what? Shout out to Prolific. One Prolific stables up and coming in the tri-state area so shout out to my brothers in wrestling um in honor of once again if y'all thought i told y'all last week if you thought that we was pro-black any other month this is where Mm -hmm. we gonna be blacky black 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 for the whole month of february um every episode we are going to acknowledge one male shout out to straight ruthless one who is that you have to ask. Yo, straight roof is one. My fault, guy or man or I or female. Guy, man, or female, you know. Uh, but as of before, I was interrupted. Um, in honoring a Black History Month, um, every week uh, we're going to acknowledge and give some fun facts about one male and one female African American wrestler in um, in the industry. And we wanted to kick off um, our first um, set. Um, I wanted to start off with actually our truth, who is Loki, the hidden gem of WWE. Is like one of those like people you got to put in a bubble and like protect because he's just a, he's a national treasure at this point. Um, so some fun facts about him: um, he was um, in 2012 PWI's Tag Team of the Year with Kofi Kingston. I totally forgot he tag team and won but, the titles. But with he was Kofi. tag team of the year. With yeah, PWI named him and Kofi Kingston. But they really did nothing. Year. But they were the tag team of the year. So it probably been a bad year for tag team. Not really, because that was like Primo Epico. That was the year. Who did they? I think they ended up dropping the titles to Daniel Bryan and um Kane. I think. Um, but that year, they were heavy in tag teams. That like that's that's like 2011, 2012. They were really heavy in tag teams. But I just thought it was interesting because I didn't even I forgot he was a tag team partner with Kofi. It's <laughs> like wait what. Mm-hmm. Um, another fun fact, and it, I think it's probably one of the highest marks. Um, our truth is the first ever and to date off. only recognized African American NWA heavyweight champion. So I think that is definitely yeah, a, facts, a, yeah. a milestone and a monument to acknowledge. Um, for our truth. Um, also too, our truth released two studio albums, one in two thousand and three and one in two thousand and sixteen. Um, and the last fact is, of course, with the, him being, um a part of the WWE family. He's been WWE 24-7 champion a record-breaking 34 times. You know Brock wants to work with him? Brock definitely wants to work with him. I don't see why not. Because I think he's just fun. And Brock has that little fun side. Like, you see, like, come on. Brock bumping the MVP still gets me. Like, I'm like... My, my man is out here bumping right now. So him wanting to work with R-Truth speaks volumes, I think, and it's an attest to R-Truth's career. Um, I, once again, I think, once again, P- 
people always overlook it. And he met Tupac. Shout out to Ish. <laughs> Ish, we still got beef. And if you thought I wasn't going to say it this week, I'm going to say it every week until you understand the terms and conditions of why I said what I said. <laughs> there you go. Um, but once again, I feel like with Archie, people don't give him as much credit because they just see him kind of like just being all fun and giggly. But my man can go in the ring. You know, he's been, you know, in the business, you know, well over 15, 16 years, you know. So I definitely think, you know, some acknowledgement to him and his yeah, um, accomplishments is needed. And then this, the second person is actually Jazz, who once Josh. again is a Josh. former um, WWF slash E, um, women's champion. Um, and some fun facts about her is that um, she held the NWA World Women's Championship for a record of 948 days. She had to relinquish the title um, due to um, health reasons, um, but she held the title for, once again, 948 days. Um, and then um, another fun fact is on March 17th, WrestleMania 18, she successfully defended the women's championship against Lita and Trish Stratus in a triple threat match at WrestleMania 18. I think that's super dope. Um, and it definitely had to be highlighted because, once again, representation matters. Good question. Go I, I forgot that she... That's a, like... That's a lost match. No one talks about it. Was it That's good? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's one of those, like... Was it good? Oh, snap. I don't remember it being, like, super, like, memorable. And that's probably why people don't talk about it. But it happened. Like, the fact that Jazz, an Africa, African-American female, um, basically... Not headline WrestleMania, but basically defended her title successfully against Trish Stratus and Lita. That definitely should be talked about. Um, and then also a fun fact, she owns a wrestling academy called the Dog Pound along with her husband, wrestler Rodney Mack. It's a good, it's a good academy. Um, and then last but not least, the Cauliflower Alley Club, um, which is a fraternal organization of professional wrestlers, boxers, and actors. They do an annual um, award ceremony every year. I think in, in this year is in Vegas. I think every year is in Vegas. Um, late April. Five oh two. What up? Um, so this April, um, the last weekend in April, I believe, um, Jazz will be getting awarded the Women's Award for twenty twenty um, from the Cauliflower Alley Club. 2020, 2020, um, also, to Ray Mysterio is getting the Lucha Libre Award. Um, yeah, of course, and man. also um, the Road Warriors will be getting the um, Tag Team Award. So I think it's really cool that she's a part of this class of twenty twenty. Um, for that specialty kind of like secret society club. Um, so once again, our truth and jazz, we wanted to highlight um, for this week's Black History Month um, segment. Um, so stay tuned next week. We got we got about like four or five more weeks of this shit. So um, stay tuned. We're going to definitely just switch it up a little bit. We're going to throw in some indie people and um, and definitely some other people from different promotions. But all right. Um, anything else before we jump into Behind Gorilla's position? No? Um. Mm. No. Oh, speaking of Black History Month, y'all watch um, Watchmen? No. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. You know, shout out to Leo. Me and Leo shared a really cute bond where we watched the show Good Girls. It's a show on NBC and oh, season three is coming back. I've been watching And I it. had slacked off season two because I got so busy with just life. But it's on Netflix and I'm back on it. So I just wanted to shout out Leo real quick um, and let him know, like, listen, I'm catching up. So when season three drops, we could talk about it. Okay. Um, but let's jump into Behind Gorilla's Position, the OMG moment of this week. The online streaming takeover. 
So apparently in today's fourth quarter earning call, WWE is currently in talks to sell some of its video content, including the pay-per-view broadcasting, um, to major streaming services. Uh, so right now, WWE Network um, has its own streaming service, which costs, of course, $9.99 a month. Uh, where you get all of the company's pay-per-view events along with documentaries, series, and a large library of old shit. Like, I just last, was it two nights ago? I watched the 19, I watched an episode, no, I watched um, In Your House Breakdown 98, um, September 98, where um, the main event was Austin, Taker, and Kane for the WWF Championship. So definitely I love the network for its old content version. Um, but they were also in the process of, of expanding their streaming networks to including tiers. So where they was, you know, months ago talking about there was a tier that would be free, There's a, free a tier. tier that would be nine ninety nine, and then a tier that would go all the way up to like almost $15, $14.99 basically. But they were put on hold because um, they are actually in the process of maybe selling content. So Vince goes on the call and he says, well, we have a lot of options right now. There's no better time to exercise the selling of our rights to all major who quite frankly, all majors are really looking at our content. So, so that there could be a significant increase, obviously in terms of revenue. Um, and then once again, moving pay-per-view events, um, to offer the network can definitely, it's definitely a mainstream, um, source of income basically um and you know old school you remember you was uh, shit I, I got my almost my ass beat for ordering pay-per-views without my mama knowing but old back in the day pay-per-views was like almost like 40 bucks 39.99 and wrestlemania was about 49.99 um so or almost like 55 dollars or something like that so back in the day you had to pay some money for some pay-per-views um so my question to the table gentlemen is selling pay-per-view rights a good thing or a bad thing for wwe is right now the time to do that and once and also second question is what do you typically if you do own the wwe network what do you typically watch on the network sir welcome go first so first questions first you're asking is it a good idea it's, yes. out, it's an amazing idea one of the biggest reasons why WWE is where it's at is because it sells its rights to a ton of people it holds itself out WWE been hoeing since 92 <laughs> they've been hoeing out their rights for fucking years now let's go back to the um, to the Monday Night Wars one of the biggest points that Eric Bischoff made about WWE was that, listen, they're not giving out guaranteed money, but you make money off of merchandising. Mm -hmm. You make money off your rights and, and, and how they market their, their business. But WCW, we got guaranteed money. And that's how they, they sold people to come to WCW. You might not get merchandise money on other and, uh, and like, you know, sales money in all types of ways, but you're going to get money this type of way, which is guaranteed money. Now, every with the streaming wars going on, because how many streaming services are there out now? There's Hulu, there's, yeah, there's Netflix, there's, lot, yeah. there's, there's Disney, there's Amazon. There's, there's so lot. people are, are thirsty as fuck for content. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Vince is actually fucking right when it comes to this, because it's like, holy shit, let's let's sell some of this shit. Cause let's be honest, ticket sales are down. Yeah. But from the last quarterly earning, ticket sales are down. Also, Subscribers, subscribers are down, are and people aren't really going to house shows like they used to go before. Yeah. So, but WWE made a profit. 
How do they make a profit? Licensing their names yeah. and, and, and signing different contracts so people can stream the stream their stuff. That's how they made a shit ton of money last year because they're mm. up because they're up when it comes to um pro- production um when, when it comes to making money. Mm-hmm. So this is a great idea business wise. Now when I watch the network, I don't watch the network for pay per view. I watch it for original content like backstage um stuff that they, that they do like for yeah. twenty four. I fucking love their twenty four yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, Table of three. Yeah. I love all. I love all every last one of them. I watch a couple of old pay per views here and there, That's but it's usually it's it's original content that I like. I'm a big original content person. I love to see what you come up with and and how you try to work it because I always thought WWE should have been done this, but everything takes time. So that's my. I think this is a great idea, and they're gonna make a shit ton of money off of this. All right, Mr. Black, your thoughts? Do you think um, selling content, especially the pay per views? Is a good or bad idea? And what do you personally watch on the WWE Network if you are a subscriber? I mean, first things first, what I personally watch on the network is what I've been watching forever on, even when, like, this goes back to when they had WWE Contact on, on Netflix. And they used to definitely have every DVD that you couldn't get, they put on Netflix. WWE was actually ahead of the game by putting their stuff on on-demand streaming. And what I read about, like, my brother watches original Contact. Like, I watch old school stuff sometimes, mm-hmm. but the old school has to be a, ref- a reference to, I remember this one, but it's always original. I'm always looking out, what's the next best thing that I could get more in touch with these characters on the screen and learn about these behind-the-scenes storylines. Gotcha. So, overall, like I agree with my brother, it's, it's a great idea because it allows you, people, to come back to the source. Because a lot of people used to watch NXT on Hulu back in the day. And people was invested, like, all right, I'm going to watch NXT how I want to watch it. And then they said, all right, they just see SmackDown, then WD Raw, then they said, all right, then I'm going back into the fold by watching it on the U.S. network, Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to go back to that original format that made them, made them so much success. Because if you're looking at AEW, you know that, all right, we make this much from pay-per-views, we make this much from whatever we do, we make this much from merchandise. You know your actual breakdown. And to this day, a lot of people still cannot understand how to get paid off of pay-per-views now. It's too confusing. And reason why it's great because it's it gives you more thirsty. It, it, it's great for that particular platform they're launching at. For example, let's say on Netflix, they take the whole movie division the original um, um original like contact like table for three and um um what's the other show um road trip whatever thing they take oh, that oh yeah I yeah. actually I saw right. a clip of that of right last they night. take that and what's the name Hulu takes all NXT they already have NXT they already have SmackDown but they take the the replay back of the pay per views so instead of waiting like the next day you have to wait three weeks but you get it on Hulu so with the yeah. pay per view it also it also is a great profit for people that who shows live streams at bars and stuff like that shout out to us that we cause doing that because people will be more like dang. I could say fifty dollars because maybe they're more inclined to come yeah, out. Like yeah, yeah, I could say fifty dollars. Well, not say fifty dollars. I can spend. I rather like if I'm gonna spend fifty dollars, I rather spend it on wings right. and beer. Cool, 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 cool. Than the paper. Right. Or I say, you know what? I have fifty dollars. All right, let me go to the bar. Let me just get a drink. They have drink specials. I spent twelve dollars and the other half twenty five minimum. Huh? Twenty five minimum. All right, fine. Twenty five minimum. <laughs> depending where you go, you know. If you're on a legend, when you're at legends, when you're at legends, and then the other twenty five, you know. 
you know You spend more. You spend at least fifty. You know, you may sit that for like eight <laughs> or something like that. You feel me? You may, wow. Maybe buy some you weed. You spend that. So shout out to my weed head. Shout out to weed and wrestling. So <laughs> So you you know that's not something real. Like, yeah, that's yeah. You know, because I'm smoking visually. You know, you're smoking visually. You know? Okay. But yeah, like I said before, it's all great idea because, like I said, it gives like people like they I remember seeing this because when you're not like my brother said, when you're on Netflix a lot of times, when you see that WWE stuff, that's a lot of people got back into WWE by seeing the little documentaries. Oh shoot! All right, cool. That's that is a walking advertisement right there. Think about it. The movies will get better because you see, watching movie. Let's say you're just a regular Catcher fan, searching for something, for something to watch. You see Shawn Michaels like this, you're like Shawn Michaels in a movie. I right, let me see this. And next thing you know, you see other characters. I mean, I'm still the waiting Miz. for like the Marines to be on. Oh Netflix. man, the Marines. Oh man. Like, Ooh, girl. but one of the biggest things I think you guys are missing is that wrestlers get paid more money. Well, yeah, because they don't get that pay-per-view money like they exactly. do back in the day. So they will get pay-per-view buy money. And yeah. you have to appreciate that. And it's something that, that when, the, when the network started, it took away from that. And on top of that, because they're getting more money from the um, pay-per-views, all around is good. Because less house shows. So that means that more time they can focus on the ring, more time with their family. Morale go up because everybody is eating. More money going around because of pay per views. More money in my pocket. Less shows. I don't. Less shows. I don't. Less shows that we have to put on for the live crowd. And also, you also got to think of another thing: is as much as people, as much as people have are on each side, AEW is making WWE do this as well because AEW doesn't have a network, and and they they go through a streaming company. Yes. So people are paying fifty dollars. Legit out of pocket, like to watch the to watch the pay per view, and WWE seeing that, like okay, the because the biggest thing with WWE when it came to the network, they were cutting out the middleman. Yeah, they wanted to keep all the money to themselves. Yeah, and I think at the time it it made better sense. It made better sense because there was no competition and business was booming. And I felt that I think the network emphasis on their product. Yeah, but but I also think the network is a necessity regardless of what time it is. Correct, because you want to keep people. Looking at your product on off days, when you're not putting on a show, you want people to still continue to look at your product, tweeting about your product, talking about your product on social media. When is that constant rotation of people talking about what you have? It's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But now that times are changing again, because you know the world just things shift. Things shift. Oh, people are gonna spend fifty dollars on a Bleacher Report. Cool. Let's fucking do this. People, yeah. people, are, people are spending money. Are the buys going to be as high as they were back in the day when we were kids and we were teenagers? No. No. But, but it's still, it's still going to be. For, you're going from zero to whatever millions it is going to be. It's a partnership. Yeah. And whatever besides, loss you, you, you the whatever losses you yeah. actually made when you created the network. I mean, because once again, I, I love the network. When people sit here. And they complain about, oh, I'm going to, I hate the product. I'm going to cancel the network. The network is never for the current product. And I wish people always understood that. And I think now Vince is starting to see that the network isn't for the current product. You need to find a revenue stream for your current product. The network is for old shit, period. Like whether if you, and it's all the shit that that Vince ended up buying out. So any old school shit that you wanted to see, WCW, ECW shit, any new original content that you can have on demand at the snap of a finger. Like I was telling 
the boys before we started recording and I posted it and on our Facebook group last night I finally caught the bump with Kayla Braxton and like it's a whole bunch of niggas on that episode like it's crazy but the fact that they had it was cool because they had Street Profits on it um, and they was just asking them kind of like their background story and stuff like that and then they had a screen where they had Bianca Belair call in and she was talking about her and her husband and it was cute and it was it was like in real time and then they also had Scotty Too Hottie call in which I thought was phenomenal because Scotty's one of their coaches at, at the performance center. Yeah. So I think it just it it gives you a better feel and it makes it a little bit more relatable those type of original content shows which I can enjoy. Um, also documentaries. I love documentaries and, and especially um, to you. I wanted to leave it towards the end but I'm, I don't know if you know they're doing a docu-series on the uh, Ruthless Aggression yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Um, that's going to air um, directly after NXT TakeOver Portland. Um, so, yeah, so when I read it, I said, oh, I got to tell Mr. Black he, because that's his that's favorite the most era. Underrated. That's the most underrated era. That's his favorite era. So things like that, I think, once again, that's what, what keeps the network different. But once again... It's not for the current product. So I think now, after the fourth quarter and them making some very huge adjustments and movements behind the scenes, I think doing and, you know, ship and shopping around and selling your, your current product is the way to go. I say this. Honestly, they should still keep the studio and do what everyone said, just license it out. But, like, I think that's a really good idea. Like, take all, like, the original docuseries and stuff, put it on Netflix. And you know, yeah. it's I I I think they should still keep it on the. My biggest thing, pay per view shouldn't be on shouldn't be on the network. It shouldn't yeah, be on the network. No. no, it shouldn't be on the network. No, it shouldn't be. The the the, the paper it should be original content because that's your that's your station. But everything else, like especially pay per views, should, should be should be yeah anything out. like live like that. Because look at even when. They um because they put like SmackDown and Raw on, but it take weeks for your like the days. But that's to catch but that's up. but that's how it should but be. That's because how it should be. I know Hulu got the rights for yeah, it. Yeah, but I, but no, it's not you, only that. But like it, it forces you to tune in live. Exactly, that's what it is. You waiting the next day, so that's why like and it's smart for them, especially when it comes to NXT on USA. That shit is not on directly after. That shit is a next day at, at night type of shit. Like that shit come that's, at ten o'clock at night the next the following day because it's on Hulu first. No, no but, but but that's. But that's that's the point. That's the point. The point is, and I've said it before, is that there's so, something called FOMO. Yeah. And I let's have it. let's say for instance, let's say for instance, most millennials have it. Most millennials are the ones with money at this point. At I this point. It. So let me let, let me break it down. You, you're at your crib, or you're you're out with your homegirl, or out with your homeboy, whatever. And social media is going crazy. Cause. Edge came back, right? Yeah. So it's me just blowing the fuck up. Yeah. But you can't watch the pay per view because it's not gonna come on directly after, or you can rewatch it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then next time you're like, "Fuck, I gotta watch Raw tonight," or the next pay per view that comes up, I have to, I have to watch it. Yeah. Or like back in the day when they, when you ordered the pay-per-view, the replay wasn't the next, it wasn't directly after replay, it was on Tuesday. Yeah. Like you had to wait two days. You had to wait till after Raw to watch the replay and, or whatever and, and, pay-per-view that and was. That's, and that's what I always keep saying about you, you have to force people to watch it. 
people will watch it. That's why viewership is down in some ways. And that's why um, AEW viewership is so high because they're going back to that formula. Well, and, that's, AEW, and I've always because said if that's the only way. To, it's, if you don't but watch but it live, I've always that's said it. that. I've always said that, that they they need to get rid of that. I've always said that they need to t- have like people make people make must make it a must watch. Remember, I was going off about the Bray Wyatt thing yeah. about the Fun House that they shouldn't replay yeah. it. Like there has to be special moments. And that's what WWE is really known for. It's like having those type of moments where, like, you can only, like, when Austin came in with a fucking beer truck, if you were not watching Raw at that live very moment, you missed that shit back in the day. Like, there was no YouTube. There was no, like, let's replay that shit. There was no DVR. Like, if you were not watching TV live, you missed that shit. So I do think taking a step back and kind of, Using some old methods in the current era, I think will kind of go a long way. Because we spoiled people. We do. People got spoiled in, in, in this in this new era. Like you know what I mean? It's like, like oh, I gotta watch it now. I can watch it. later. I can watch it 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 later. So fucking SmackDown on Fox when fucking Braun won. I was like, shit. I, how do I watch this? Like, and you only see once again the clips of it, like it maybe tomorrow. twenty minutes. Watch it the next day after it happens, but it's a small clip on YouTube. Got a rise on fire. It's not the same. It's not the same energy, to be honest. It's when not, you watch it's it on, it's replay. never, it's never the same energy, and and that's one of the biggest things. And I guess we move on from now. We can um, new title alert. <laughs> I got inspired by Mr. Black. Um, ROH is bringing back their pure championships. So I had to do some research on this because I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And I wanted to know more about it. So what started off as a simple tweet from Will Offspray, um, and if you don't know, um, ROH's Supercard is happening in Tampa, Florida, um, the Saturday night. So it's the same time as NXT TakeOver, unfortunately. But um, you have, like, Will Ospreay. No, yeah, it is. It's the Saturday. NXT TakeOver is on Sunday. No. Oh, it was in April, I'm sorry. April, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about Supercard. Uh, but you have Will Ospreay confirmed. You have um, a whole bunch of guys. Too. Um, Jay White is confirmed for Supercard. So you have a lot of guys for Supercard. But regardless, Will Ospreay expressed his love for the RH Pure Championship on a simple tweet. Um, and RH decided to now bring it back. It's been 14 years since the back. last... Um, Pure Champion has been crowned. They uh, 14 years ago they had a match where Daniel Bryan defeated um, Nigel McGuinness. Um, and if you don't know Nigel McGuinness, please go on to go Legend YouTube Nigel. He's uh, some people now that know him once again as one of the commentators for NXT. But Nigel has his own right in the wrestling world and in history. So Daniel Bryan. Um, Daniel Bryanson at the time um, defeated Nigel um, to unify the titles. So that's once again, that was 14 years ago. Um, So they are now currently um, going to host a tournament to crown the first pure champion in nearly 14 years. Um, The first round matches are going to happen in Columbus, Ohio on Friday, April the 10th. So those in the Columbus, Ohio area, um, ROH's show, you can go see that. And then Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on Saturday, April the 11th is where the first round matches will happen. Um, But once again, the pure title was created in 2004. Um, Matches, so the actual rules to this championship is actually is what's unique about it. Um, So in matches contested under pure rules is where closed fist punches were illegal. So only open-handed slap so if i slapped the shit out of you that was good um or chops to the face are only allowed no closed fist punches and then also to each competitor were allowed three rope breaks to stop submission holes and pinfalls due to mission so you only had three tries to either jump out of a count out 
or break out of a submission or by the rope. Once your three tries were gone, everything was legal. So you can actually lose the title with the submission That's or um, not breaking rope, which I think is pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and then um, some of the likes. So, yeah, you can lose... The title could change hands on a disqualification or a counter because once again, once the three tries happen, shit is real. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, AJ Styles was the first ever pure champion where he defeated CM Punk um, back in once again 2004 ROH, um, and some of the likes of Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal, and once again Nigel McGuinness um, were some of the pure champions in the ROH history books. Um, so. My question to the table is, what are your thoughts on the pure championship rules? And um, I'll let Mr. Black go first, and then I can reiterate them so you can hear them since you said stepped out. Um, and then also, too, what's one problem and one solution that you that um, that you feel that ROH currently has? Like, So what's a problem, and then what's a solution you would give that problem? Um, because once again, our, I've been talking about ROH has been shitty for months and months, and I feel like they're starting to kind of just, hey, come on in. Big, big, everybody got a fucking jacket today. I missed the memo. Um, shout outs to Dre from Your Sports is in the building. He just joined us. Yeah, you can move my stuff over. It's okay. Yeah. Then the next win. We left at halftime. My sister was singing, so. Oh, damn. You got food, though? I, nah. I'm talking about you're not me. Sharing? No, I'm not sharing today. What's you're that? Never, never oh, no, you're not getting that. I, I don't eat that. No, you don't get I don't eat it. Yo, she always stay with the M and M's and never give anybody anything. No, first of all, no one asks. No one asks. No, and I gave you two. Does she? She shares with me. Thank you. I you got. And she would be like this on the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. You know, it's so funny. I almost went to go pick up M and M's right before I came here, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna be good today." Want me to go? Want me to go? Oh wait, wait. Oh shoot, it was Margo. Ha ha. Got distracted. So, um, Mr. Black, first, what are your thoughts on the pure championship rules? And once again, what's one problem, and how? What's a solution you would give that problem that RH currently has? Um, all right. Talking to the mic. Right now, I think having a pure championship is very good because it brings back the whole nostalgic feel of the brand that made it famous. Were you starving? Only like one time today. Mind your business, B. Oh, I, I was concerned. I would have I'm not judging you. I would never judge you. Shut your ass up. Anyway, go ahead. So like I said before, it brings back the more casual, the, the more hardcore fans that may have left due to the lack of having that tied around. And... People seeing a pure championship, they may read it. They may not always into the dirt sheet, but somebody that who probably stopped watching wrestling may somehow cross a highlight of that match. That like, oh shoot, I remember this. They brought it back. Cool. Let me watch into it. But the one thing I have to say is the lack of the um, exposure that they have, the lack of social media presence that they have, the lack of presence they have. Period. Mm-hmm. Because you can't find them anywhere. Like there's no official YouTube um, YouTube YouTube channel for it. To my knowledge, they, they, there isn't. So. It's one of those things where it's 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 doomed to fail because there's nothing behind it to push it forward. Okay. You understand? Like it goes Which back is to- the irony because ROH and there was something I spoke to um a wrestler last night about um how Sinclair, which is a TV company, owns ROH but does nothing to support its actual brand. It's a tax, well, it's a tax write-off. Well well you, you well, well you have to understand. It's usually more bigger to the picture. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. 
We don't know what's being said. We don't. I mean, but you can clearly but, see, right? But nevertheless, though, it shows you that it shows you that like they're trying. Okay. But you could try all you want, but you're not performing in front of nobody. How you gonna build a storyline? It's not like you're just a, an indie show where every once in a while, every couple of months, you come. Uh, you, you come. This is a whole thing that basically launched the careers of Samoa Joe, CM Punk. The list goes on. And to become what it is right now, become like a, a shell of yourself. Come mm-hmm. on, it's one of those things that you, like you reach a peak in high school, and after high school you just flatline. Damn, just, homie! Right. In high school you were the man, homie. <laughs> what the fuck happened to you? So, <laughs> so it comes to find out, Fifty Arna has a, a YouTube channel, but nobody sees clips of it online. It doesn't come on my. It does not come on my recommendation. They're doing, they doing something Shit, wrong. Oh good. I'm glad you got that juice. So they doing something wrong in that department. Again, they need to fire. They need to hire or fire the whole social media. You need to hire media, me, B. Like the whole social media. Give me a job, ROH. I'm here. I hate you. My bad, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, finish. Sugar hitting the system. Okay. Ain't no tone. When I fuck him and I diss him. <laughs> Excuse him. Go ahead. I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. <laughs> my brother's mad at me. It's cool. I apologize. All right. First thing first. R.H. is trash. The reason why, the reason why it's trash is because one of the biggest problems is that they didn't build for the future. They never built for the future, and mm-hmm. they don't know what they're doing moving forward. And they're putting the wrong people in place. How many power aids you got? What are those? Are they? Was a power aids or a Seven Eleven replenish? I was out. like, Yo, 7-Eleven, can you sponsor us? Facts. Look, he just <clears throat> cut in the promo. Uh. Uh, no, but um, this title and the... Are you nigga, really you good? looking at yourself? No, no, no. no. Yeah, you bad conceited, yo, son. Wild, yo, yo, you're wild conceited, this son. Podcast, this podcast has definitely taken you to a whole nother level, my nigga. What because are you talking about? You say it every two it. seconds. He be like, but yeah, I'm a pretty nigga, so it don't matter. Like, what? I'm looking at what people are saying. You know, <laughs> yo, you're mad conceited, my nigga. Bad. I'm looking at it. <laughs> no, no, but I, no, but no, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, time out, time out. I'm going to say this shit right now. Y'all too? Not I. Y'all two have not changed. I. You have too. No, I have not changed. No, <laughs> I, I have... keeps the same. Energy. No, you have not. Yes, I have. Son, son, I will give you a perfect example. <laughs> we were supposed to book somebody for this for a show. No. And then somebody was joking around and saying, "I think she got a fee." You know what? This one said fee. I don't got a fee. <laughs> no shade, but anyways, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me? I would never. No, 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 no. I would never. I don't do nothing. No, but I would never. You spent 45 minutes throughout this show talking about how pretty you are. You kept looking at yourself after camera. (laughs) Bruh. You out here selfie. Conceited. Look, look at it. Look at you. Anyway, but, but first of all, back to ROH. Back to ROH. Because we're done with this. But first of all, conceited ass motherfucker. Not even. But that was not conceited. That was the truth. Like I'm not sitting here talking about you gotta pay me to be in your shit. No, if I'm not doing that, you should not be doing that. So you Shady. good. Anyway, continue people, about ROH. People change nowadays. Man. Nah, fuck out of here. Change. If I would have changed, I would have been charging niggas, and I don't. I would never do that. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, just saying. These recent, these recent pieces are good as fuck. Beautiful cocoa. But anyways, um, hey girl, 
they didn't they didn't prepare for the future. That's number one. Yeah. And this title, <coughs> excuse me, this title is kind of using piggybacking off of Will Ospreay's popularity. Mm-hmm. Will Ospreay spoke about it, got a little buzz. Always jumped on top of it. Smart move by ROH. Yeah. And it's, and it's a good, great way to bring back that nostalgia that my brother talked about of the title. Because, as you, as you mentioned, great people had that title. And it's connected to great people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, moving forward, when you talk about how to improve ROH, talent. Put young talent over. PCO should not... Is he still a champ? PCO is still your current... No, he should not be their champ. PCO should not be their fucking champ. <laughs> not for long, though. He no, he it. should not. He's he collecting. He is collecting like, social security checks. That's dope, though. And, you, he, and he's playing. Yo, he's that's pl- that's gangster. How the fuck you can collect the SSI checks? And well, actually, he's Canadian, so I don't know if he actually is collecting SSI checks. But if he is, though, how are you? That's gangster. You collect the SSI no, checks it's, it's so, and a check from ROH. It's so outdated. What? They're they're doing outdated stuff. Like remember remember the match when he won the title? Oh, that was trash. He got electrocuted by the car and got superpowers. I thought it was kind of what the fuck. It just took no. The, the, Come the, on, sorry, you, the you, execution of no, it was you, trash. No, you can't. You, you can't defend that no, any I'm type of way. The execution no, of it was everything trash. was trash. Everything was trash. But when he when he came out, was it supercar last year in the electric chair? The entrance. No, that was, that was no, dope. man. He no, shouldn't be that there. champ. He should be putting a young guys over. Niggas pulling the Hogan. Because Brody King definitely just re-signed his contract. He just re-signed ROH. And they have money. Who is that? Who? Anthony B. Gatters. I don't... You have to ask the people. You act like we know everybody's Instagram handle. No, No. because, like, he's verified. So then ask him, verify. Who are you? Who are you, Mr. Anthony? Um, But continue. Last but not least. So we got to move on. But it's it's, it's an issue. It's an issue that they're not taking care of the young talent. He's not, yeah. You know what I mean? But they don't have a lot of young... Yes, they do. They have a, enough people that are up and coming or, or could be potential superstars. So who's a superstar in your mind in ROH's um, <coughs> bandwagon to first say, oh, God, are you all right? Marty Stroll. Well, Marty, you know, and it's a kind of a... And, uh, oh, oh, let me get on that one. Let me get on that one. How the fuck you you're booking and you're that that's, top guy? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bruh! I was just about to say that. Bruh! They're just sucking your dick. It's wild. They're sucking dick. That's all they're doing is sucking his dick and giving him money. Oh, wow. Is it sucking it from the back or the front? They're definitely sucking it from the back. Because I don't, I've always said this and I will continue to say this. Do not give the prisoners the keys to the prison. Don't let the the inmates run the asylum. You should not be doing that. And how are you going to focus on bringing other people up if you're focusing on your career? You out here in New Japan taking bookings instead of booking other motherfuckers on the card. You know, that, that should I, not be done. I guess time will tell. But I mean, ain't no time telling. No, it's but been, I mean, them booking how they're booking Supercard right now is very interesting. How they booking Supercard? Because they are they are grabbing people from New Japan. They are grabbing people from like around that that that, that can create a really good show. Because the thing was, everyone that went to Supercard last year, they didn't go for ROH. They went for Okada. Period. They went for New Japan. So ROH, I did go. I I went with Ish, actually. How's the on the floor day of 
bought a ticket because I had I had the fear of missing out because everybody was going and I was like, shit, it's WrestleMania weekend. I went to Supercar the year before. You know, I've never seen Okada at the Garden. It was a big thing. But and then Jay Lethal being champion, like those black champion facts. Um, Even but, though you know, you know, we hear things. We hear things. Yeah. Um, still love you, Jay Lethal. Still love you, bro. Tag team had one half of the tag team champions right now. But I heard you fucking up back out here for the culture. But it's okay though, you but know. You, isn't okay. It's Black History Month. We no, it's not okay for Black we don't, History Month. We no, we, we don't tear down. Actually, you know what? We're gonna get to women. what's not okay for Black History Month because when we talk about AEW, we definitely gonna address that shit. But it's, it's um, not, you reach it. You reach it. I'm not reaching. Yes, you are. I'm not reaching. Well, we'll talk about. It, but the niggas is reaching. Not Yo, reaching. Spence, you good? Not reaching. Spencer, our Spencer out Spencer, there. Spencer, our engineer, yes, our amazing right. engineer. I'm just saying what we up, Spence. Don't, don't worry we about it. We miss you every time we don't see you, so just know that. Spence, you the illest. But once again, everybody went last year to Supercard for New Japan, so I think this year will be their year to kind of just showcase what's new or what's to come from ROH. But it's it's the thing is you can't depend on other people. Unless and, they and, are with the Don't company. I always tell you guys, you we have to create you have to create your own buzz. They're not creating their own buzz. The company, like you said, is not putting money into them to create their own buzz. Create superstars. Create their own buzz. Don't have Marty be your fucking booker. Get some intelligent minds, wrestling minds back there to start working. Who's left? That's what I'm, yeah. It's slim pickings out here. It is slim pickings. So you know what? You get scouters. You get people to, to go out there. You get people to go out there. On, there's enough talent in this business. Absolutely, I I agree with. There's enough talent because trust me, we we know some very talented brothers and sisters out here. So, so it, 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 at the end of the day, there's no real excuse. There's no real excuse because nowadays wrestling is becoming its own professional league. So what do you do in a professional league? You get scouters. You take scouters out. They they hit the road. You go to different shows. If fucking William Regal's at a Battle Club Pro show. Yeah. That's Looking at talent, yeah. why can't somebody from always do the same damn thing? You're right. Don't be. I don't want to see about videos. Motherfucker, get into a car, drive your ass around the fucking country. Shit, I don't remember the date. Motherfuckers, sip on my um, water. Before we move on, um, but there is. If you check on always, look, this nigga choking. He dying. He out here dying. Shit. See, <laughs> see what I mean? Shouldn't talked about us earlier. Um. But before we do move on, um, if you check on RH's Dang. website, they actually do have on IG. What? No, you can keep going. I don't care. It's up to you. Um, those um females, women that are in professional wrestling and you want like to try out for RH, they are hosting a tryout. You can check on their website um for the dates and information. But I did come across that information. Um, not too long ago, so just make sure to check on ROH's website for more information on trials. And I do once again believe that you know when there are things like that and opportunities, you should definitely seize the op- seize the moment and the opportunity and to do it. So um, I just wanted to share that little um, tidbit. Um, but once- why is not Shane Taylor t- champion? I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna leave that alone. You know what I'm right. gonna say? So I don't right. know what I ain't gonna say. Um, so next topic, reporting to the WWE Performance Center. So once again, every you know, every so often they get a new incoming class at the Performance Center, and uh, we got three um, people, key people that we wanted to highlight that's heading to the Performance Center. Um, Timothy Timothy Thatcher. Um, so if you do not, and if you never have heard of him, please go back. 
um, and watch some really good Evolve matches with Timothy on there um, as well because he's competed with the likes of Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, and Matt Riddle, and he has been um, Evolve champion before. Um, he has also partnered with the current reigning and defending NXT UK champion, Walter. So it's going to be very interesting to see what, how they position um, Timothy Thatcher. And to him to enter into WWE being signed at almost 37, that speaks volumes at at, at any cost because that just means that once again he's talented even with his, him being a veteran in the game in a sense um and then the next person is going to be killer cross which i'm super excited about this signing because i've been watching killer cross since impact and once again him doing Fightland. um i believe this past weekend uh for mlw um going against um what the fuck is his name um tom lawler at the um 2300 arena um but Killer Cross is a New York native. I didn't even know that. That he's oh, wow. born and raised here in New York. Long um Island. probably not Long Island per se. Um Staten Island. But he's best known for performing for not only Impact, Lucha Libre, Triple A, um, and once again MLW and, and multiple other independent oh, they circuits. Some stuff with him. Yeah, independent promotions. So once again, Killer Cross is signed to WWE. And then last but not least, um, this one, as I posted on my personal Facebook, I was surprised it was not a wrestler. It wasn't a contract to be a wrestler, but it was a contract to be a referee. Um, Asia Pereira, who, if you have not watched um, on Shine um, and other independent, on the independent circuit, she comes out of AR Fox's um, training, a wrestling school out in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Phenomenal in the ring. She also was one half of the Shine Tag Team Champions with Big Swole. Um, where she is becoming, she is she is the first ever full time female African American female referee. She was signed to. Um, I'm black, y'all. I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. Motherfuckers, I'm black, and I'm black. Black, 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 black. Told you, it's only gets only the first week. Stay tuned. Um, but once again, um, Asia Pereira, a.k.a. Asia Smith, um, once again, assigned as the first ever full-time African-American female referee. So once again, shout out to her. Super proud of you, sis. Um, I actually thought it would have been more of a wrestling contract. But once again, there's a lot of referees that have the wrestling background. Um, and once again, yeah, it was sure. the opportunity that she, you know, she went for and, you know, she won. So, uh, once again, shout out to everyone that's new at the, at the Performance Center. We look forward to seeing what now, comes out of that. This is a great look. Yeah. On all parts. So, Timothy Thatcher, fucking star. I've seen him wrestle at Evolve. And, and I'm, I hope they send him to NXT UK. Yeah, because, I mean, a program with him and Walter is just already in no, the No, that, that like, makes perfect sense. But also, you're going to start developing NXT UK more. Because are. now that Shawn Michaels is over there, they're really trying to work some stuff out of there. And after Worlds Collide, they did a, an amazing job of of kind of showcasing NXT UK at its finest. Absolutely. And I thought it was interesting when I was, you know, researching and getting things together for the episode that actually Timothy Dasher wanted to be signed at a, in Japan. Like, he was looking for a Japan promotion to pick him up, and he didn't find one. And then he kind of just not settled for WWE, but the opportunity at WWE presented himself, and he ended up taking that. It's it's happened. He's a he's a pure, he's a purist when it comes to wrestling. My biggest thing is Killer Cross. Absolutely. And I've always said this before. And Aja is is a huge thing. She's nice. Killer Cross is the epitome of the baby of old school wrestling body with a modern day wrestling body mm-hmm. put together. He's tall. He's jacked, but he's not 
Brian Cage big. No. But not he's also all. but he's also not small like for instance Gargano, which is a lot of modern day wrestlers. Yeah. So he's he has breed. he has the perfect look for perfect. WWE and what they're looking for. And I think in my opinion, either put him on SmackDown or keep him in NXT. I definitely think um him being in NXT for a little bit just because who's he gonna feud with? Once again, I don't know. He can yet. do anything. He he there's, do a, anything. there's enough talent he's, down there. Yeah, and and honestly, he's really good in promos. He's really good in the ring. Like he can really go. At you know any what it point. is? We reach a point in our wrestling viewership where we no longer is no. I I, I came I came to realization a while ago is yo. The writers do a really bad job getting things over, son. And a really, really bad job. Because not one time, whenever a person comes over to the, the big leads WWE, we never talk about the inability in the ring. We always talk about if WWE going to do them right. And I realize WWE is missing that it takes a village to raise somebody. Because when I watch old school wrestling... The commentary's putting the guy over, you know. The um, the uh, mean Gene's putting the guy over, you know. Other wrestlers putting the guy over somehow, some way. The guy's putting himself over to get himself good in the ring, you know. Even the jobbers, you felt importance of them. So, reason why that I'm kind of like, uh, because I'm not excited because they had a lot of good guys in WWE. They had a lot of good people that. They wasn't bad locker room guys, none of that. But yet, they still only reach a pinnacle, hit a ceiling, and that's it. But it depends. But it depends. The it, 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 there's a there's a lot that goes that goes into that. And you did raise a couple of good points. One of the main points, the commentators do put the people over, because the shit that fucking Corey Graves was saying about certain people, I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. But but he he does. Number two, so I've I've said it on early episodes. Some people aren't WWE guys. Yeah. That's just what it is. Some people aren't built for that machine. A lot of people come to WWE and think things are going to be a certain type of yeah, way. They think it's sweet, but it's not. But you, it, it depends. On, I think it depends on the person. Not. It's you have to. Under, it depends on the person, but you have to understand this is a job. They're going to tell you what to do. That's one. But you did raise a good point about the right people putting you over. For instance, Brock Lesnar. The raw niggas was in his, it was in his ears when he first came. Yes. Because when he was at OVW, the old heads over there were telling him to, that he should be like, um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? He should be a Russian that just gets, that doesn't do nothing in the ring no. and, just takes, and just takes hits. That was, that was exactly what he was told. Because Paul Heyman did a shoot interview about that. And my boy, my boy was talking to my boy talking about the shoot interview where, and, I'm, and, and this is where Paul Heyman comes in, where, for instance, Taz overheard that. That conversation that was that was having with Brock, and Brock is from is from is an athlete, so he understands when the the veterans are telling you something. Cause he's a veteran like Booker's and stuff like that telling you something. You listen. You, you just be a young boy. The the, the the word is called young boy. You do what you're told to do and just keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he they're telling him this, and then Taz comes up to him. He's like, "Yo, if you do what they tell you to do, you won't be here for the next two months." Because, okay. because, and, and I'm gonna continue going with that because he was over that. She was over being a, 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 in developmental. So then Taz, I guess, talks to Heyman, and Heyman's like, and goes to and goes to um Vince is like, yo, let me book this dude's match. Let me do this dude's match because Taz's like, yo, you, you're doing, you're, you're dealing with an Olympic athlete. Like 
There's a story that's out there of, of when Brock flipped his bike. Pelvis is fucking is fucked up. He's completely fucked up. A week later, he's running Olympic time at the Vikings training camp. So what you're saying is correct because a lot of times the guy will come in with all the fucking talent in the world, but you got the wrong motherfucker in his ear. Tell him the wrong shit. And then it goes back to what we saw about in early episodes. Some guy might see you as a threat. And might be like, yo, you know what? I'm going to tell him the wrong shit. Or just they don't understand what you got. It depends on the person. But a lot of times it goes back to what you're saying as well. Where you need the right people around you. Because if Taz didn't say nothing to, to, um, to Brock. Who knows what we, we wouldn't have one of the best World Rumbles we had um, this, this past week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you are right, but it also goes back to what you're saying. It depends on the person. And I think it depends also on the, the, the point in time of where they are in their career. Like, for instance, look at Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, when he first was the chosen one, baby, was not ready at all. No, he wasn't. He, he, he would say, say it himself, like, I was not ready. And for him to now be the 2020 Royal Rumble winner, Odyssey. he's ready. So, like, once again, everything kind of happens, you know, at a certain point in time and for that individual. There's so many different variables. I mean, once again, everybody always wants to go quickly and, bring, and blame creative. But once again, there's so many different parts to the puzzle piece that I think it's important to always have that as an overview. It's like, okay, it, it's it's kind of a more of a – to me, it would be a case-by-case. Because case. also, too, look at, look at AJ Styles. AJ started his career, Indies, loved it. He was the face of Impact, period. There were a few other faces, but AJ Styles, when you thought of Impact, you thought of AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, maybe, and then the later parts, you, you thought of the older niggas that came in and took over the company and then did nothing with it, but whatever. But AJ then went to New Japan, Bullet Club, that was his thing, and then he felt like he was at a point in time in his career where being a part of the WWE community was the right way for him. So I think everybody's journey and how they get to where they get to is going to always be different. It's always going to just be what kind of works for their career. It's always going to be a hit or miss. There's some guys that probably that are on AEW that would probably be better on MLW or be better on Impact or be better on ROH. Like, once again, you got to kind of have, you got to feel things out. And that's a part of your journey and part of your story. So, like, where there are guys that, you know, once again, are on WWE for a certain period of time and they outgrow and you've hit that ceiling. It's not nobody's fault. That's just what's happened. That's in any job that you have is once you've reached your full potential, there has to be room for growth. And if there is no room for growth in that company, then you need to move on. And that's where people end up like Luke Harper or like, um, fucking the revival of Room and Lee trying to get out of their contract and shit. Like when you don't have, when there's no room for growth for you, it's, it's your exit. But I also want to bring up, I know we have to move on, but Shinsuke Nakamura. So, people always blame the E on Shinsuke. I'm putting some, I'm putting some blame on Shinsuke as well. Yeah, me too. Because if you, let's say you take away you take away his New Japan career, and you kind of look at his career in a WWE scope, he's won multiple titles. Yeah. He's feuded with top guys. Yeah. He's been associated with the right people. But I truly believe Shinsuke, like you talked about, is at a point of his career, he's chilling. He came to WWE because he was tired of getting 
kicking niggas in the face and getting kicked in the face hard. Yeah, because that strong style shit is no joke. <laughs> he did say that though. Like he lived his best life. He's living his best Absolutely. life and he's and he loves to surf. He's in Florida with his family. Because and people talk about um the Good Brothers, the Bullet Club. Yeah. Where they say, like, yo, hey, you guys are being wasted. I'm like, nah. I get to see my family. And they get beat up. Like, you literally come to work for, for like, 15 minutes. and get paid a buttload of money and go home. But not only that, but, like, once again, you have other... you And outside of, you know, being in the ring, you have other obligations, like, where you do, like, your, your you know, your volunteer work or you... No, like, of course, of course. But it's, like, overall, though, is... Speaking to the goddamn mic. Oh, but but they're, but they're doing... But they're, they're doing other They're doing less. They, but hold on. They're doing less, though. They're slowly starting to do less. Less house shows. These are all things that we talked about in the beginning, where pay-per-view is going to be is gonna be come, coming off the network, which means less... They're, they're talking about less house shows. Uh... uh Easier schedule. Shout out to AEW for doing this. These are all moving parts that are being done to um, bring up the morale. Bring up the morale of the, of the locker room. Morale is important because now we in an era where it's not all about I got to do the most house shows to feed my family because if I don't, I'm dead. It's more like, yeah, I get other outlets of strong stream of income and my merchandise is hot, so I can I don't depend on the house shows. Like look at even I think honestly the most underrated example is New Day. <laughs> New Day out here. They make millions selling cereal. But selling... you can't count New Day, bro. No, but I that's I think they're the most underrated. Like they can no, wrestle. Uh, no, not underrated in the ring. I'm talking about. I'm just saying like that goes under the radar and probably makes the most money out of all them other niggas. Like for real, for real, because they have you know Woods has the YouTube. They have you know the merch. They have cereal. They have the commercials. They have this. They have that. They have appearances. Like, New Day out here don't even got to be on TV for two fucking weeks. It still will probably make more money doing other things. And it's crazy. And they black. <laughs> black here. Black. Thank you. Black. You hear that, Spence? Entrepreneurship black. at its finest. We black out here. Um, real quick, um, before we go into this week in wrestling, um, the rumor of this week, um, WWE COO Triple H reportedly is obsessed with the one and only Okada, uh, where he is making can't pronounce his, his first name. Cannot pronounce his first name. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't to you. gonna do you it. You know, some you. some motherfuckers might be tight about you. that. Oh well, if I don't. If you're listening, know I'm talking to you. I don't care. Wait, 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 it's Okada. No, that's a lot of fucking syllables. I can't say that. Azushi shit. Cup? Az- Az- I thought that was, was his first say- name, Okada. No, that's his last name. <laughs> you said I, what? I have a list. I mean, whatever. Like, I don't, like, a list or not. I don't know how to pronounce that shit. Okada. So Triple H is heavy and obsessed like, with um, Okada. Just like um, LeBron. We don't say his last name. You say LeBron. He's the one name guy you recognize. Him. No, but you or can say OJ. James. The fuck are you nah, you, 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 don't say Le- you don't say LeBron James. You oh. say LeBron. But it's like this. He's one of those dudes where he's known by not his full government. Just That's one. fair. Okay. You can say that. Um, where, once again, so Triple H is obsessed with signing Okada to WWE contract when his New Japan contract expires. That shit is done. Now, where is it? Um, oh, flip it. No. No. That right there. Right there. That one. Oh, Lord. You blind. Um... Okada has wrestled in America before, believe it or not, during Impact um, from 2010 to 2011. But that run, that run ran as, its course, and as a fake Green Lantern kick toe, decided to move forward. Um, so, real question, real quick to the table: If in a, a magical, lucky charms world that Okada ended up signing to WWE, what would be the one dream match you would like to see with someone on the current roster? 
just real quick, and then we're going to move on to this week in wrestling. Him and Brock. That's what I thought, too. That shit would be fire. That shit would be fire. It's hard to because all the other niggas he also he's already wrestled is already is in WWE like no, AJ. No, it's, it's him and Shinsuke. It's, yeah, it's him and Brock. <laughs> he should be. It's him and Brock. That number two for me would Danielson. Him and Danielson would be a good fucking match. Yeah, you know? Daniel Bryan. Um, who else would be great? Um, I would go me. Showman style, like showman, like like a fucking dope ass entrance, like the right fucking costumes. Him, him and Bray. That's yeah, like showman, like on like on the or some, bigger or some scale. WrestleMania yeah. shit. I know mine's is entrance Brock, by though. entrance. It gotta be him and Valentine. You gotta feel like Valentine would step like. Woo, we gonna talk about level. Patrick and, and like, in a few. I, like, I feel Valentine would be entrance by entrance, pound for pound. And we all know what kind of you know. Do like black people? No, what? he's a best friend. He's a oh. golden lover. Oh, <laughs> yo, you's a clown. I was saying like. I thought to say that's like he don't like black people. What? I don't. I think Okada gets bitches. No. Yeah. No, no. I feel he. He know. Oh, you feel like you know what? We not getting into this. We not gonna do this. We not gonna do this. That whole that whole locker room, bro. It's kind of. Wow. All right, let's go to. Wow. <laughs> to it rap. was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> this week in wrestling, we're gonna go around the table real quick um, and talk about two <laughs> moments. It and try to keep it to two <laughs> moments um, from this week in wrestling um, that caught your eye, made you be like, "Oh shit, this happened." Um, so I'm going to start off with Mr. Black. What are two things? I think the most hilarious thing that happened on Raw. <laughs> It was, it was like, like it was so like Mexican of them. It's like, all right, I guess, yeah, man, this is my cousin. I'm like, come on, y'all, man. Like, this is you know so... what? I'm not gonna front though because if it was like us, if it was a a, a black person thing, it would have it would have been the same thing. It would have been funny as hell. So I can't be mad like, at that. That was what they did. Like, it was I just like, yo, come on, man, y'all reaching me. It, it was just like this is my cousin, like. Come on, man. Y'all never message this to this now. Come on, y'all. Y- y'all push great segment, by the way. You know, bring all the Latinos. The te- you see what Paul Heyman's doing? See what Paul Heyman's doing? <laughs> he got the Eddies. You feel me? But he got three of them. The veteran. The present. I will the say, and that's the one thing I can appreciate about Paul Heyman right now in the time, is that he's he's found ways to insert NXT people so that, if in the event whatever a superstar shakeup or whatever it is that the audience already is established and knows who they are because that's always been the thing where like if people popped up and that's what I appreciated about how Survivor Series acted because it was like if these people just randomly popped up like would you know who they are type of thing so Paul Heyman specifically putting um, Angel Garzo on Mm -hmm. Raw against Rey Mysterio I think that definitely was a really, really good move in terms of showcasing other people that are on the brand, but mm-hmm. on a different, you know, different day, different time type of okay, shit. Okay, two what things. was the second thing? They, they, they go together. Is This is a true example when let people be people. Because when you compare to Sasha, right, during her earlier days in NXT, compared to Bianca Belair, Sasha felt that she was actually playing a character. Like, she's not in real life this big boss girl. This time, I'm not saying she's not a, a boss like character, but she was. I feel like she's very characteristic. Like you could tell that people was 
still setting up that character. She's still feeding into it. Okay. And for the first time watching Bianca Belair, I didn't feel it was it felt like a new flavor. And if she didn't tackle the traditional tropes of the promo everyone has, like the dramatic pauses, the whole switch up your voices, none of that. It felt organic. It felt this is her. This is how she's gonna talk. This is how I'm gonna talk. I may be kind of ratchet. I may be kind of hood with it, but this is me, and it comes off believable. And it probably might be missed by the, 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 the like the grand scheme of everybody, but I caught that. No, I think I think anyone that watched once again NXT this past week and saw Bianca's reaction to Charlotte getting it like excuse like bitch excuse and me. it you makes did that sense to any black girls like, like bitch, it makes me. sense <laughs> Sasha now would be like on the. But that's also that's but it, it's um that was one of my good points about about this past week was as I mentioned it to a friend of mine we were talking about it I've been watching Miss Bel Belair for a while and she just now came into her own just recently the past like maybe three or four months in my opinion where it looked authentic and there were certain things like you like you said it it just looked like. What a, a person of color would do in and that it situation. Makes sense. And it's, it's no, like I said, like it's no over it, the top promo. It was, like the greatest. Uh, no, I'm tired of that. No, but I, it, it's it. That was the point of it. It was her reaction when they're talking. She's like behind, Thank behind you. next to them, and then she's just moving around. Like it was comedic. It was great timing. It was over the top because that's what wrestling's about: being over the top. And it made sense. And She's shining, and I and I tweeted this. I tweeted this this morning. As actually, I was like, "Yo, y'all were all bitching about Charlotte coming to the title picture for NXT, and y'all were saying she's gonna outshine Bianca, and she was gonna take Bianca's spot. She did not last. But night. what it showed was Bianca was able to to hold her own mm-hmm. with these with these people, right? And with Charlotte Flair, who is a potential Hall of Famer. Right. And I like that. And I, and, and, and I like that. And another thing, too, to have to go other half that shares it is shout out to Ortiz being his first single match in like a billion years. I know. And I was in excited. There, like, like, it didn't, like, it's just like the whole, like, like the whole structure of it, the whole match. Like, Moxie got his car keys and punching his Talking face. Talking to goddamn Mike. Like, eye for eye. I love that. I love that energy. That's that real you New York versus some Arizona nigga. Like, some Arizona crazy right, he's white from boy. Ohio. He's from Ohio. Oh, those Ohio niggas are crazy. <laughs> like, you see what they do in Impact? Crazy yeah, Ohio OB. niggas. I know. You feel me? You I know? Understand. But overall, I like the fact that Ortiz, they are, like, he's literally going through the whole inner circle. Literally going through piece by piece. He easily took like the handicapments for him and Santana, but that would bury them. That would hurt them. But get them individually. Say, oh, all right, united, they are, they're better. But separate, they're still working on them because these diminished tactics for so long. That's Backstory, like you, you are developing a nice surface for it. So this is why it shows you two different key modes, two different companies. One company with NXT is showing that right, we're getting diverse and letting people be people and not so generic. And you felt the real rawness of Bianca Belair. And and um AEW, it shows you that, yo, we are finding many ways to tell the same story, but actually get people over to. Because during that match, you saw how Ortiz is is very diverse. You can handle his own so against the best of the best. John Moxley. Is John Moxley gonna be the new AEW champion? Yes. Cause you need a crazy white boy. <laughs> 
it, it's um. But don't you hear Jericho put him over, dogs? No, but I'm. That's why I, it, 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 early he prediction. should. He he should be. He should be. Then he should be the new champion. Um, my couple of take takeaways from this past week. First of all, that um strap. <laughs> Ten, 10 lashes to the back in Huntsville, oh, Alabama. I know somebody said this on Twitter. I didn't know somebody said this on Twitter, but yo, Cody deadass looked like Denzel in Glory because <laughs> <laughs> he he definitely had to look. Somebody definitely but, put Cody's like body and like the back, like the front cover of Roots. Wow! <laughs> I saw that. Um, wow. I saw that earlier today. I was like, wow. see, this is the shit I'm talking what about. What is your name? Cody Rhodes. What is your name? Cody Rose. (laughs) What is your name? Cody. (laughs) So uh I liked I liked the little the little thing that they did. It it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It um it was cool. It was trying to tell a story of they're trying to move things forward. Dang, that was a bad joke. It's Black History Month. It is it's a horrible joke. It was but it was people were reaching. It was a reach. It's a reach. It's a reach. It's It's not disrespect to black people. If you're saying that, it's a fucking reach. Reach. Got, I don't think it's a reach. No, it's a reach. It's 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 a reach. Y'all being a little too sensitive. We talk about being a white man on Black History Month. It, it was two white men beating up each other. It was <laughs> exactly. There's, there's exactly. nothing wrong with that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm all for two white men no. with designer belts. No. Not, that shit was Gucci. That shit was definitely Gucci or Louis. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um. That doesn't make it any less okay if it's Gucci or Louis beating. But you. it's two white men. Yeah. It's not a white man beating <laughs> on a black man. It is fine. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Stop like, reaching. It's not a reach. It's no, it's just, yes, it is. People, people, people were reaching reach. hard. People reach. People, people reach. were reaching hard. It's, it's just not, uncomfortable. That's the point. <laughs> it's supposed to make you no, feel uncomfortable. I get it's the point, but it's just. So what's the difference between an Ashley Strap match? What Daya Bryan and the Fiend was doing? Well, one, it wasn't in Black History Month, so there that goes. And two, it's history month for everyone. Two, we are history. No, no, no. And two, it was the actual goddamn match. Like what but the fuck? Like that's not the same. It's in the match. He couldn't touch like, him. But he came it's out the- and said, "Listen." He might as well said, "Listen, bitch, lay down and get these so ten what's lashes." The what's like the what the fuck? What's, like so, that's not okay. So, what's the difference between, between okay. the dog food stuff that they do it on SmackDown? Exactly. And that shit I don't like either so because that's because they got some up. First of all, they must have upgraded the dog food because it really looked like shit. I was like, so "What question, brand of dog food are they using?" Is this reaching like when the Usos tied up Xavier Woods and whooped him with a candlestick? Was it during Black History Month though? Come on, son. Come on. We're moving, We're moving on. We're moving on. But right. it was um, in the match. The difference is, is that it was in no, the match. Don't, don't, don't even argue with her. She, she, she's saying wild shit. It was in the shit. match. She's saying wild shit. She's reaching Anything back. Anything that's happened Yo. that you mentioned was in the match. Yo, they had a verbal They didn't have somebody come out and say, Yo. Been over he agreed to this. He agreed to this. He said, yo, you know, you're reaching like simulation. You got to do this. And to get to this, that gives you got to get lashes that. from me. And once again, yo, this goes to, but this this proves my point wow. in terms of AEW and the viewer that they're looking for and that they gravitate to. Like me, I'm not, I, that doesn't interest me one bit. He agreed to the simulation. <laughs> he yo, said, yo, got to get the yo, lashes. You're reaching like stretch Armstrong. You're reaching like stretch Armstrong. Say one thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Lady running down to encourage what? Him. Y'all all reaching. What? Y'all all reaching. You are reaching. Yo, you're reaching. What? Yo, stretch Armstrongs. Y'all some nah. stretch Armstrongs right now. When I said this on our group chat, I said this. I said, I don't mind the segment because it flows with the story, but it's timed wrong. Why would you put this? The, second week the first episode of Black History Month is you got 
some white dude. So that's the case. So like in no, Huntsville, it Alabama. Matter. It does not matter. In Huntsville. It doesn't matter. He said this. He said, white man. Yes, other white man. <laughs> All right, this assimilates. You gotta do, do you, you gotta do this, and be in a, in a third, in a second one, got to take these lashes from this coochie about your belt. He looked at him, your belt. First of all, it's so he not took like off his belt. He took off his belt and he whooped them. And then the next, the next thing he had to go. The next hurdle, you see hurdles, hurdles. How, next, he what's, the, fight his, what's worse than that? What yo, comes after yo, that? Yo, he got to fight a big man hold in on, a steel cage hold match. On, hold on, hold on, he hold has on. to, oh my God, he has to actually wrestle to wrestle somebody else? Oh my God, that is the worst thing in the world. Are you kidding me? It's a stipulation. It's a fucking stipulation, yeah, Janelle. That shit is funny. No, oh my God. Wow. No, but he dead, no. Wow. He yeah, dead ass, bugging, no. Son. You are bugging. No, but he dead oh. ass sat here. <laughs> he dead ass sat here was like, yo, he got to wrestle a big... He has to actually wrestle, and you're upset? No, it makes sense. It he makes sense. Die. He could he, die. He, he has to wrestle in a cage match. Exactly. If you were going to do that, if you were gonna do, I would have reversed it. What? So, wrestle in a gonna, cage match, if you were going, lashes? If you were going to, That yeah, makes no sense. That makes absolute no, sense. That, that makes you no lose, sense. You lose the match, <laughs> and then you still get the, the oh lashes of the last Nigga, thing you, you get did. lashes. You get your lashes. You take your beat in because you can't touch him. And, and, and then you wrestle. Then you actually wrestle. No, because it puts him at a bad point. Exactly. He's weakened. Exactly. You lash him to weaken him before he actually meets you. That's the last weak point. Yes. He's going to his matches. The la- but the lashes, but I think, should have been last. If no. that's what you were going to do. No. Because you try to weak him. You don't want to force you at the steel cage match. So yeah, you're no. telling you me. You want to weaken him. So, like when a so guy the 10 lashes wouldn't have weakened him. This ten did weaken his yes. cage match. Yes. So but the cage then, match then, Okay, so wait, question. Did, did you get beat when you so were a kid? Did you really. get, no, exactly. So you don't kid. know. Niggas don't know. No, 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 no. You kid. can't talk. You can't talk. But you can't talk. That was the ultimate. No, no, you didn't get beat. That was the ultimate thing. You can't talk. That should have been last. No, Janelle can't talk because she never got beat. I didn't say I never got beat. I said I rarely got beat. You never got a Haitian beating. Exactly. I'm not Haitian. Exactly. Are you kidding me? So you don't know. So because I'm not Haitian, I don't have the type of understanding. He was crawling. He had a tear in his eye like Denzel. And he had a charge up. Remember he had a charge up? He's like, ooh, ooh. Wait, I just want to know, though. He question. definitely charged up for the beard. Wait, Ooh-hoo. I just want to know, though. So after he has this match with this right. warlord person, right? Yes. If he, if he wins, he gets MJF. Yes. yes. If he loses... He gets MJF still or no? No, he's not going to lose, obviously. Exactly. No, but this I'm a, just asking. This is a video game. I'm this asking. is a video game. There's stages, stages, stages you it have to go through. I feel like this it is has like Ninja Turtles. Boy, it has to happen or like it's part but of the story. But what if it doesn't? The game over. There's, exactly. That's, That's all again. I'm asking. Then we restart to another game. Okay, all I ask was if he does not beat Warlord, does he still get MJF? And you guys answered finally and said yeah, no. Man. Okay, cool. Whatever. What was the second thing that you thought was, oh, my God. I'm really mad you dead ass sat here and was upset the fact that his last level was actually wrestling. Like, that it blew should my be mind. That. It, should it should be, be that. It should so be that. That blows so, 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 okay. Anyways, one of the things that I noticed on Raw last week was the last match. It was Ricochet 
Bobby Lassie versus Seth Rollins. I really wanted Bobby to win. We don't know fuck with But it, it doesn't. It, it, but it was something new and fresh. Yes. Yeah. And everybody kept complaining great. about, oh, hey, they're not doing anything with, with Bobby. Like, Bobby was in a legit match. Bobby actually promoed right before he, he went prom- out. He, 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 <laughs> he put on a solid promo. He promoed right he, before. Ricochet did his thing. Like, it was a good segment. And where was Rusev? Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Well, and no, because you, you he can't... wasn't needed. It was... It wasn't... But I'm just, I'm just saying, though, it, it, it was a great... It was something great done. Exactly. It was new, fresh, and like awesome. And Brock came out and said, like, you know the vibes, nigga. You know the vibes. And that five them. Oh, no, it's nothing about when a when, when white man at five ricochet, right? On Black History First Month. First of all, he been at five no, and no, light no, bright no, 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 no. for weeks. No, 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 no. He Why he has to be light bright for Exactly. Why he has to be light bright? No, 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 no. We are not calling our light-skinned brothers. Exactly. Right, Spencer? Well, you we are not calling them light you bright. You just did that, though. We are not calling our well, light-skinned brothers light bright. Spence, you telling me. We are unified. You telling me. Ain't nobody ever calls you light-skinned, though. It doesn't matter. We're not calling them light bright. We are not calling them light bright. We are unified this month. Unified this month. We are unified. But in March, you're getting light skin jokes. Full display. Wow. That's. Hmm. But in February, the, in, in the it is unification. Of keeping the same unification. Hmm. Shout out to the, my Afro Latinas. Thank mm. you. I see y'all. Shout out to those wrestling girls, those Afro queens. Mm-hmm. Dead ass girls. <laughs> oh, that's Afro Latina. Forgot her name. G- G- Jizzy. <laughs> Shout out to dead ass girls in the building. Yo, the struggle mm-hmm. you just had. Shout, Shout out to, to Jenna. Ass. Shout out to Jenna. You know, her fine self. Shout out to all the females. Stop saying that. that. You, know, somebody's, you know, somebody's digging that out right now. Don't disrespect them <laughs> on the podcast. You, you know him personally. Yo, so I don't if, know him personally. So if you legit wanted to see a, a TKO happen live on stream and listening on whatever SoundCloud or Spotify, it just happened. When he just said what he just said. Yes. You don't want to disrespect the man. He, he, that's his woman. Who is his man? We'll talk about this off camera. We like all say. I said, Jenna Fine Self. Yes, but I say you know who who, who no, you know down. who his man, who her man is. She doesn't though. She knows. I know. <laughs> she, she gonna pretend that she know. don't know who it is. But we all know who it is. And he digging it out, treating her like a queen, buying her jeans, sneakers, Sneakers. jackets, tickets, and dinners. We are fucked up individuals. Like, I'm so sorry. Keep her her belly fat. We we are such fucked up individuals. We ain't fucked up. I'm holding my man's dad on the podcast, I'm so sorry. Yo. Because the struggle was real. Because my nigga was out here buying flowers and shit. Nah, nah, nah. No play. No, no, no. He was. He was. He was. Because my, because short. Shorty was like, you know what? Because Shorty was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a wrestling girl. Buying those other wrestling girls. I'm not, no. I'm taking not my like time. Them. I'm taking my time. You got to no, earn this much. spot. I see you, mom. I mean, that's just I across you the board. Here. You need to earn the, your position. I see, and my man period. earned the spot. Put that out there. My, my man got a 10-day contract. Is he going to a full season? The one day. No, no. It's a 10-day contract. Is he going to to a full season? Nah, nah, nah. He's on an NXT developmental deal. Good night. All right. Um, anything else you want to before I go real quick and then we'll sign off? I'm person? so mad. You actually because I, I right now we're showing black love, black love in the Who wrestling else is community. Like black love. Oh, shout out to Jay and Amanda. That's that's black love. Okay, in the black wrestling love. community. Uh, what else is black love in the wrestling community? Um, 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 prolific, you know, and um, oh, uh, you know, Isaiah and his the you know, first husband family, and wife of Java you know, podcast, okay. Chantel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Donnell. Who else? Um, Dang, man. You said it's a black, it's a black. Dang, who else? Who else? Who else? Ain't who that else? many. Ain't that many. So, that's, that so, so we must uprise yeah. our people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uplift them. Make mm-hmm. them better. Mm-hmm. Make them amazing. Mm-hmm. Dang. Dang. Mm-hmm. Dang. But, but there are a lot of fine, 
fine black women. Clearly because you thought Jenna was fine. <laughs> Don't talk that's about Jenna and that right anymore. Who else you think is fine? There's a lot of girls I think that's fine. Okay, I got a little bit of time. I got the time. Oh, nice. wrestling is fine. Like, um, dang, there's a lot of fine wrestling girls too, man. They fine. Like, dang. Okay. Wesley's fine. Meredith is fine. She's fine. Shout out to Meredith and Philly um, who got tweet, who got reposted by La Champion Chris Jericho as she did an acapella version mm-hmm. of fine. Judas. So shout out to Meredith out She's in fine. Philly. Those wrestling girls are fine. They both? Fine. Both of them. Both of them. Both, both, both of them. Both of them. Okay. How you bored? Well, oh, you in a whole ass relationship. So yeah, shout out to Miss PR. Shout out to her fine self. You know? Oh. Oh. You put Miss Patty Pat on. Okay. Miss who? Miss who? Queen PR? Yeah. But once you... Never mind. I am going to clothesline the shit out of you soon. That's what's about to happen. Shout out to Miss PR. Okay, you got one more. Who Who else? Hmm. She fine? Hmm. <laughs> who would have thunk? I mean, you got to kick off Black History Month. All right. There's a lot of fine girls, man. Well, um, listen, we ain't got all night, so come on. Shout out to Haven, her weird self, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. She's fine too. How you just okay? That was a great combination. You're not gonna lie though. Yo, Haven's like every like nerd motherfucker. Facts. Facts. Um, like legendary woman. Facts. Yeah. Yo, niggas hit me up. Yo, you know Haven, son? Yeah, Haven's mad. Oh my gosh. Damn, does she smell good? Wow, nigga. Somebody asked you if she smelled good? A lot of people ask about you too. I don't 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 answer questions. That's because she got twenty people in her DM. I do not have twenty people in my DMs. Hey, 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 I saw you at the show. About too scared to say hi. Lord, you know, this one dude say his picture of his um 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 his his license. What picture? No, no, no. I do not solicitate. You show his picture. I'm too old for that. He said, "I have a city job." No, I don't get those pictures. We still haven't found out the mystery person who comments on every YouTube video. So he should stop commenting. He should disappear. Oh, for real? Yeah. I was like, yo, bro, come out. We need to meet you. Never, man. Niggas nasty. He's out there with Ralph. Yo, yeah. Yo, Ralph is nasty. Ralph Reigns is, oh, boy. Still love you, but. Son, son, I got to be Ralph, man. Man, he looks like that in his crib. He got mad snacks and stuff like that. (laughs) You just call him uh, (laughs) him a fat nigga at the door? That's what you just did. Um, real quick, um, my two bits in this week in wrestling. Of course, the return of Patrick. Patrick Velveteen Dream Patrick. is back in NXT. Patrick. And I need whoever creates his tights. I want to know their contact number because I want to create I wanted something for WrestleMania weekend. I dead ass do. But he legit had he is Being the nasty, finest. Nasty. No, how's that you nasty? Get the wrong attention How is that nasty? <laughs> wrong ass attention. How is that Yo, nasty? Go up to that dude that who wants to record you. What dude? From last year. He lived in um, New Orleans. What's his name? You want he, to record her naked? No, no, no. He what? Really, like, he said, okay, Yo, now you trying like, it. I think that he had the pockets in his house that, yo, I would record with you or something. Absolutely not. Mm. I'm, no. You don't think that. I, I record in public places. Anyway, wow, um, wow. Velveteen, I think, honestly, is one of the, the top guys who who plays, who definitely does really good at wrestling psychology. He definitely Because does. for him to come out, because I was like, why is he ripping off his shorts? What the fuck going on here? And for him to have Roderick Strong's wife and whole ass child on his tights, that shit is by far the funniest thing. That shit is wild. Like, Wild, it's not there but the fiend. but I accept it. Being it is the, um, it is amazing because it it brings everything full circle because that was the reason why he left and then he dropped the title to him and now he coming back for you know for revenge makes complete sense. I love the storytelling in that. Um, also too, 
Um, shout out to Miz and John Morrison, who's going to challenge the New Day at Super Showdown. I think I would have rather it oh, not cool. been at Saudi, but that's racist too. That's cool. How's that racist? Because you reach it, <clears throat> stretch what? Armstrong. How? Wait, time out. <laughs> How? Mm. Mm. Those black people in the desert. Mm. But I just said I don't want it to be in Saudi. Mm. So what are you talking about? Oh, what? What do you want the match to happen? Right? Mm. Because mm. it's an actual wrestling match. Are you kidding me? Stretch Armstrong. Y'all niggas as well. Stretch Armstrong. Um, and also, too, shout-outs to your new Intercontinental Champion, Braun Strowman, who won his first singles title this past Friday night on SmackDown. Um, I think it's a really good move. Nakamura really wasn't doing anything with the title. So I think Braun going into WrestleMania season is really, really dope. Who um, As IC champ. I don't know. I mean, that leaves the door open for really anybody. Somebody new can come in. You know, you, you, we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then last but not least... I'm going to piggyback off. I actually, I tuned in just probably for one match on AEW. And, of course, it was the SCU versus um, Best Friends because I fucking love Chuck E.T. And I love SCU. So I was really glad to catch that match. And Orange Cassidy just walking around the ring doing random shit. But it was funny. I like stuff like that a little bit. So I can oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, came on. I like stuff like that. Shut bit. up, stupid. Um, last but not least, Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor's little interaction on NXT this week. Honestly, I enjoyed because Johnny kind of went at Finn a little bit, and I was surprised. I was like, "Oh shit, he coming out with the guns today!" <laughs> um, so I was kind of, I was in it. It builds. It was a good build up to their match that's going to happen at NXT um, Takeover Portland. Um, any last words before we do sign off and you know continue to be blackly black, black, black? I'm not stressing. I'm sorry. I would have reversed it. I would have left the lashes to be last. I'm sorry. Mm. That's just me. Yo, Spence, you know what to play. Because we're going to sign off now. But, yeah, but wait. Don't play it yet. Let me say my farewells, and then we can sign off. Farewell. I never like, goodbye. <laughs> I never like being over music. It's like, what the fuck? I can't hear myself. Um, But once again, no. Um, That's the only way I can actually hear myself and know what I'm saying. Um, so you don't hear yourself in like everyday life? Barely. I turn myself off. I'll be like, fuck it. I don't want to hear nothing. But yet you're, you're mad about a wrestling match happening. I'm still confused on that. What are you talking about? Just saying. We're um, talking about why are you... I still you're dragging it. No. That was not. a stretch. Cloud bit off of that. No, I'm still on that because I'm like, really? So that's your fault. Really? Anyway. <laughs> um, I'm mad that you complained I'm mad you complain about what you complained about. I didn't say I I still love you though. It's okay. Um once again, um I will be in um Baltimore, Maryland this Sunday at RH's show, Free Enterprise. So if you see me and Danielle at Pretty Hills, come say hey, what's up? How you doing? Um what's up? Hello. Let's see. Um if you are in um the New York City area, I do believe Warriors of Wrestling has a show this weekend too. So check out that prolific will be in the building. Um, anything else going on? Um, NXT TakeOver Portland at Legends, um, February the 16th. And then once again, we'll be back um, for AEW's uh, Revolution at the end of February to end off Black History Month. Um, and then we have our brunch March 22nd at Taj. So stay tuned for more information on that. And then once again, everything, everything, everything we're doing is leading up to Jobber Slam July 4th. Um, in Brooklyn, New York, Jabba T's podcast and Battle Club Pro presents Jabba Slam um, once again, where the main event will be Big Swole versus Tasha Steeles. Um, so, other than that, um, there 
signed out. I'm signing off. I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. And Dre from your sports is in the building. Put it up. Spence. Happy birthday, J Quest. I love you, J-Quest. brother. Put it up. Put up, Spence. Man, I went to man down. Can you miss it on me? When I send my shoes, they won't miss. Man, I went to man down. Man, I went to man down. Caught a nigga slipping cause he fucking told. I don't deal with niggas wearing funny clothes. Think before I act, yeah, I'm one of those brick hitting the plug, shipping the bird oven gold. Hey, I got bars, don't forget that. And I got killers behind me, wearing jet black. I got gorillas behind me, let me correct that. I told niggas dead or alive if he flex back. I keep my mouth shut, but the weed lit. I was OT when the D's hit. Had everything on me, they ain't see shit. I was headed to Main to make a mean flip. Keep fronting my nigga, you getting erased. He keep shooting and shooting like he on replay. He asking to shoot a nigga, don't be brave. Your body included, a homie weeks pay. Quest, hit me and lift it on mix. When I send my shoes, they won't miss. Man up when it's a man down. Man up when it's a man down. Hit me and lift it on mix. When I send my shoes, they won't miss. Man up when it's a man down. Man up when it's a man down.